0: Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse. At Moving Forward with Hope, we provide guidance to assist to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path, and move forward into your next journey. Validate. Rebuild. Rebuild revolutionized. I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally. The fog was lifted for me in 2016 and since that time have made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur. Does grief and loss occur after going no contact with an emotional narcissistic abuser. Hi, this is Lynn. And today we're going to talk about it. Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse, recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse at moving forward with hope. We provide guidance to assist, to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path and move forward into your next journey. Validate, rebuild, revolutionize. I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally. The fog was lifted for me in 2016 and since that time have made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur. In my first book, Overcoming the Devastation from Narcissistic Abuse, how to heal, recover, and take your life back, I list out the stages of grief in the process of healing and recovering from narcissistic abuse. Please be sure to pick up your copy. A link will be in the description below. Knowing what lies ahead after going no contact is helpful in navigating what will come so you can be prepared as possible through the grief and loss. In the standardized grief process, there are five stages of grief, which are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. When it comes to grieving the loss after narcissistic abuse, there are additional stages for a total of seven. The stages are not necessarily in any order, and one stage can last for days to weeks To months, even years. There is no set time. Grieving is a process. Be patient with yourself as you embrace the grief. It is very common to go back and forth into different stages of grief. Today, we're going to talk about these seven stages of grief. The first is absolute devastation. This is the initial stage where we realize we've been a victim of this type of sickening abuse. We are shocked to our core. We realize our loved ones never truly loved us as they were incapable of it. They used, exploited, and deliberately chose us to try to destroy us emotionally, financially, etc. We were abused and used horrendously. We see this manipulation now. We see the deceit now. We see the lies. We see what we never saw before. This first realization of the truth is both shocking and devastating. It's as if I A light switch went on in our brain and we have a new understanding that it wasn't our fault and that we have been victimized. The truth and the reality of the situation has hit. This is actually life-saving as we know the truth and it's the truth we have been seeking. Everything now makes sense. It clicks and we get it. This truth, even though it is enlightening, it can also be absolutely debilitating. I remember the times when I had my wake-up calls. They were life-changing for me. I saw what I never saw before. Everything changed in that moment. I remember feeling calm, yet so alert, and it was the answer I had been seeking for a long time. It was peaceful, clarity, Yet again, at the same time, I had no idea my next steps. The realization in that moment was the beginning of the turning point. Second, denial and self-doubt. After having the wake-up call, we may immediately be faced with denial and doubt. We may question our wake-up call. We may justify or choose to disbelieve it. This is the inner war going on. We do not want to believe what we have come to realize. It's heavy. It's hard to understand. It takes our breath away. We cannot fathom it, so we deny it. We may rehash our coming out of the fog moment, and now we question it. We reevaluate our new truth and deny it. We think we've made a grave error. In this phase, we doubt, we question, and we deny the realization of the truth. We may re-enter the stage several times. It takes a while for the truth to really sink in. It's okay. Have patience with yourself as the road to recovering from narcissistic abuse is often a windy road with curves. It is not a clear path where we put one foot in front of the other. Third, education. Once we have come to terms with the reality and we agree we have been victimized, education is key to learn about the situation. We research and we learn about narcissistic abuse. We desire to know the truth and for it all to make sense. At this stage, we may have more questions than answers, and that is okay. We need to start somewhere. There's a lot of information available on narcissistic abuse today. I had to learn. I had to dive into everything I could get my hands on. I watched YouTube videos, read and read some more. I had to make sense of the confusion that was circling in my head. I had to find the answers to the whys. The more information I gathered, the more I was able to put my mind at ease. You may be in this stage today. You may be trying to learn all you can. And I think this is a great place to be. It's helpful to have the aha moments and for things to begin to make sense. Once we have answers, we seek answers in another area of deceit until we can figure it out. Learning about narcissistic abuse is so different from the way our mind naturally thinks and behaves, so it takes time to wrap our head around it. It may take two to three times in a particular subject or more for it to fully sink in or it even may take months and it's okay, right? Go easy on yourself. Fourth, anger. Anger is indicative that a boundary line has been crossed. In this circumstance and situation, you better believe it's spot on. Our boundaries have been crossed multiple times. We were stretched, we were pushed back, we were taken advantage of you name it, the list is long. We have every right to be angry. For now, not only are we angry at our wronged circumstance and have to face the consequences and fallout that has occurred, we are furious at the situation we find ourselves in. Our lives have changed, we are faced with having to make new life altering decisions. We are in a mess. It has hit home. This anger can stay for a while. Not only that, but we may have a whole host of other intense emotions we are feeling at the same time. Deep grief, deep hurt, and pain to name a few. Feeling this anger can actually be a good thing, even though it's painful. A narcissist likes to tell you how you should feel right? When we embrace an independent emotion, apart from what they tell us how we should feel, it can be the start of taking our life back. Fifth, depression. It is common to feel depressed after suffering narcissistic abuse. It is okay to not feel like doing the same activities you once enjoyed. You may want to sleep and recover in this stage, you may not have the emotional strength to do the things you once loved to do. For a time, allow the mind and body to grieve the loss and to recover. Embrace this stage without feeling that something is wrong with you. Be good to yourself during this time, knowing you've been through a devastating time. This stage is necessary to move forward to the next stage, which is Healing and validation. We have come to understand that we have been a victim of narcissistic abuse and now we see ourselves as a survivor. Coming this far is a huge victory and has been worth the effort we have put in. Hard work has been done and the ability to talk about the situation gets easier. Healing after narcissistic abuse is a process and it's continual. Healing and recovery from narcissistic abuse requires an, an introspection and to deeply grieve the areas lost. I find the deeper you go, the greater level of recovery. Seven, self discovery. In this stage, in this part of the healing and grieving process, where we take a deep, this is where we take a deep dive and we're going to look introspectively at our situation. We have a desire to learn why this abuse occurred. We look to see what characteristics or qualities that led us to this situation. We take responsibility and we look to see how we can change and better ourselves, and to prevent this from occurring again. This is a journey of knowing our needs, engaging and self-loving behaviors, being able to communicate and to learn to create healthy boundaries with others. There are tough stages in the grieving process. Some stages possess unique challenges to us since the narcissist has brainwashed us to believe in a different reality. They've created an atmosphere where we doubt ourself and we may become confused with our own reality. It's like waking up from the matrix. What we were told is not true. What we believed never happened. What we thought never occurred. So get some rest, sleep, and set time aside to allow time to recover. Set time aside for you. It's okay not to be a social butterfly and hop around town going to events. Mourn, grieve, cancel appointments, get in touch with what happened. See a therapist or a counselor who specializes with narcissist abuse trauma. Realize you have been through an emotional hell. Adrenaline has been working overtime in the body, fight or flight for a long time. It's time to get rest in all forms and recover. There is light at the end of the tunnel. It will absolutely get better. This is Lynn. Check out our website, movingforwardafterabuse.com for additional resources and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. This is Lynn again, signing off and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I invite you to also visit our website at movingforwardafterabuse.com, subscribe to our Wake the Elephant YouTube channel, sign up to our email list, and take advantage of the resources we have on our site to assist you in recovering from a relationship with a narcissist grew up in a dysfunctional narcissistic home and or want to learn more to propel your healing journey to the next level. Drop us a review if you have enjoyed this episode on whichever platform you listen to. Consider supporting our podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Take care for now. This is Lynn signing off.